Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Location, 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 Doss. That's what they say. And today is another new podcast, another location once again. Mate, a new environment. It's, it's what we like. We're, we're, we're lacking some consistency at the moment. It's Doss and D on the road by it, the sound. It so. is. Not that it affects any of the listeners. Hopefully the audio quality is still good. The room yeah. is quite ambient in yeah. the sound. Yeah, oh, mate, it's, I'm, I'm feeling good. It's, uh, you know, a new environment creates new energy. That's so, right. Exactly. Uh, well, before we, re- we reveal what today's topic's all about, Doss sent me a text early this morning and he said, mate, I had the worst dream. And I said, okay, like we all have nightmares. Tell me about it. He only said one sentence and I said, stop, wait. I don't want to hear it until it's live on the podcast. So tell us about your nightmare. Yeah. Oh God, it was crazy. And and, and to those that that really enjoy the show, it wasn't great for you listeners because the podcast was going to end. (laughs) We were at, you know, the great Richardson's house, Drive Richardson. Actually, no, we were at his mum's house, Katie Richardson. Uh, So Katie, in my dream, I was at your house. She'll love that. Yeah, and uh, me and Dee were over. Jai was there. You were in the lounge room and me and you were disagreeing about something. You know what we were disagreeing about? What? Eddie Gates was getting interviewed again for the second time on the podcast and I disagreed and said, mate, we need some new guests. Like, we can't be... And you said, what? And I went, no, we need new guests. Like, let's, you know, and an argument started and we ended up splitting up and said, nah, go and do your own thing. Go and get... And then you left. This is 100% serious too. Like, I'm not joking and taking the piss. That's exactly what happened in my dream. And then Edward Gates broke us up. He did. So Eddie, well, we know you're listening. I loved last week's podcast, so thanks Eddie for that feedback. But um, yeah, stop breaking up the duo. Yeah, so that was my dream last night. I said I was pro-Gates and you were a bit anti-Gates. Yeah, I I know, because we both love Gates. We do. So, Um, Hey, how are you feeling, mate? Good, mate. Good. Uh, I'm very excited for today. We've got a, a good good day ahead of us and a great show so we're very excited for that so yeah mate i'm i'm feeling good i've had a b- shitty week to be honest but mm. feeling good today Re- good. really feeling good busy and by the sounds of things this morning mate you've got a busy week weekend i should say coming up don't you i do i'm just planning i think i spoke about this a little while ago but i'm um, just doing a little bartending course over yep. the next couple of weekends uh, just to get that little qualification this stage not planning to use it for a while but it's just a backup plan because some of our Listeners would know my intentions of, of being overseas and just want that... Uh, having that, I guess, qual- having that skill, being able to do that gives you more opportunity to work Yeah, exactly. It. I mean, I'm not going to talk too deep, too much. I can see you going and finding a, finding a spot at a, a topless bar attending kind of place. Uh, 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 well, I'm a bit leaner today. Well, what's, what's, the, uh, what's the first concoction you reckon they'll get you making? You know, an espresso martini? But this is a problem. I don't really drink, so yeah. I, I don't even... I don't, I don't know, mate. We'll, we'll maybe, maybe a sex on the beach. Uh, maybe know? a sex on the beach, which is your favourite drink. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> but no, we'll see, mate. It's more about. Um, I was talking to you yesterday about side hustles, and I'm starting to get something up and running, which is very exciting, and hope, hoping to turn it into something bigger. But of course, you just want that little bit of uh, wiggle room in case you run into trouble. So mm. it's always good to have some backup. That's right. So anywhere in the world, if I'm there and need a bit of cash, uh, without the uh, government finding out, just a bit of cash in hand mm. or work for tips, and yeah, yeah. that could be the. Could what be did the you say? Work go. for tips. Tips. Oh, uh, tips. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. We can cut that out. Wade Custerson, things that I, I no, we'll not be cutting that out. <laughs> it's on your mind because actually, how about you tell us about the podcast you're listening to, or should we not mention that? Uh, no, let's not mention. Okay, that. we won't mention. <laughs> it had something to do with tits. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Okay, let's get into today, mate. Well, today, and we, you know, we were talking about the idea of topic, you know, last night, and what are we going to do, and what are we going to talk about, and. You know, there's so much to, that we want to uncover and unpack. And, you know, actually, today marks a pretty special milestone, mate. It's episode 30. That's right. You know, which is pretty awesome. You know, we're, I'm pretty proud of us for, for getting to, to 30 episodes. Episode 50, I'm going to put pressure on us right now. 50 is going to be big. Is it? I okay. don't know what. Yep. But it's going to be big. Right, I'm looking forward to discussing that after this. Well, after our chat yesterday, you know, we, we, we started talking about our friendship, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how it kind of started being episode 30 and look where we are. And, you know, it kind of fitted really well in terms of, talking about the difference between having a good friend or mm. a good circle of friends, like a handful of friends, some good friends versus 
being popular. Exactly. You know, that, that, that popularity versus friendship. What does that look like? Which one are you, essentially, you know? For those listening, are you, are you striving to want to be popular and be well-known or are you striving to just keep the simple, keep it simple and have good people, but, you know, a small amount of people in your circle? Yeah, exactly. We've sort of touched on a few things before. We've touched on uh, relationships. We've touched on social circles. But this is more about, yeah, this is more about friends. It sounds probably very simple, but I'm looking forward to sort of diving into it because it, it is interesting. And I think for our demographic or a lot of our listeners that are in the same sort of age bracket as us that, you know, have gone through that, that whole high school, university, college, yeah. whatever it is, experience lately. And, and you get to this part of your life where you have to make those sort of decisions and everywhere, everyone's trying to get somewhere in the world and we're all mm. trying to step up a social ladder and... It's just good to sometimes just be reminded of of how important those those close people are in your life. I don't think we realise how important they are until like you you do feel perhaps you maybe feel lonely at one time in yeah. your life. You know, it could be a, a circumstance where, um, and we'll dive into our own personal experiences with battling that balancing act of, oh, do I want to be popular or do I, do I want just good people around me? And yeah, to go through something maybe personal experience and realise. You know, I actually need I, I, one or two good mates is all I need. Exactly. Or three, you know, that's just a number I'm throwing out there. But um, yeah, it's going to be a good little, not debate, because I know we, you know, we both probably look at this and go friendship is all you need. But mm-hmm. it's going to be good to kind of talk about both sides and the negatives to, you know, one or the other and the pros to one or the other. Exactly. And I think people get trapped in this a lot. I think it's very easy where you lose your head a little bit and you start chasing popularity. Or when you get a new group of, or when you see someone get a new group of friends and they're very easily influenced by them and what's going on and they kind of change a lot mm. sometimes people need to step back sometimes i think we talked we were just joking around before but there's been times where we told each other to pull our heads in and take yeah. a step back in certain areas of our lives and that's what well we're about to dive into it but that's what really good friends do for you exactly what's a good friend to you Let, i know that's not what's first but um what, you know what's true friendship now that you just mentioned that what's a good friend to you well, don't don't say DOS. Uh, no. Not DOS, anything but DOS. Uh, blokes that don't disagree with about having Eddie Gates on for the second time. No, I, I think, especially doing some notes today, I thought about my close friends. My really, really close friends is only I could count them on one side of my... Uh, on, on one hand, you mean? One hand. On one, one, one hand. side of your face. <laughs> yes. And that, they're, they're true friends. I've got a lot of blokes that I'd say are mates or acquaintances. Yeah. Not acquaintances. You're social with a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, social we can hang out with. Yeah get along with really well but my true friends like I'm, I'm really grateful because i was thinking and i'm going to embarrass a couple of them a little bit later and i'm sorry if i do because it's actually going to be nice things for once mm. um you know when you can really lean on someone and there's i'll give a couple of examples but and there's times where i've been caught in this situation and i've had to make an urgent phone call and they've just done it they've dropped what they're doing to go and help me in that situation yeah. but also someone you can share your wins with your losses with yep. that loneliness thing is a big one Mm. And when you've got someone you can actually lean on and talk to and give you some truthful perspective, sometimes you need to be told, I touched on this last week, sometimes yeah. you need to be told, mate, pull your head in or that's not good or this is an unhealthy habit and they challenge you. Mm. So that's a couple of things for me. But what about yourself? The biggest one for me, and we'll touch on this when we, you know, do the counter argument, but just being comfortable to be yourself. Yeah. You know, normally when you, when you know you've got a good group of friends or a good friend, you can be yourself and not fear any judgment from that person. Yeah. Whether it's the way you look, the way you speak, how you talk, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, you feel your most comfortable self around that person. And to me, that's when you know you've got someone who is mates with you because of who you are. Yeah, exactly. You know, whereas like what you mentioned, there's lots of people we can be social with and oh, I say the word acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's plenty of acquaintances that we have in our lives. And that's not to say that those people are, you don't get along with them. You just probably, you know, you haven't probably even had the time to probably get to know them yeah. on a deeper level like your closer friends. But um, yeah, for me, like having a good friendship is, you know, trust, trusting one another, yeah, being empathetic to one another, understanding one another, you know, even having a friend with different, you know, different backgrounds and different perspectives on life. Yeah, for sure. You know, because you can then, like what you said, when a friend can kind of put you into line when you might be going off track, mm. that kind of relates to that is... If someone's value set is different to another mate, a good mate of yours, you're going to be learning off them. But at the same time, it gives you a different perspective on life as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And the other thing too, it's like when you, when you have friendship based on just one thing, 
So that thing in your life might be a hobby. So mm. say it's for us like football or gym or art or whatever it is that you're doing. But then outside of that one thing, you don't really connect. Yeah. Or you always have a good time with them. Like think about how many friendships are based on and all people do when they're together is say drink. Like mm. there's so many of them yeah. where it's just you have to be drinking yeah. to and have a good time. Good. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's like your more acquaintance, you know, yeah. but true mate. And, that, and that's good every now and then. And, yeah. and, 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 I, and, sure. and I love those experiences at mm-hmm. times. You know, you know, you've got... Um, and it's not to say you don't have a good time. You have a great time. Of course, yeah. But you know? I'm saying when things yeah. like a true, like those true friends we're sort of talking about here, they're the ones where it doesn't matter what you're doing. You can just sit in a quiet room and yeah, and be yourself and yep. you can say, mate, I'm struggling or I'm feeling mm. great. And, and it's like, again, if things are going well in your life, the other person's happy for you. Not, mm. not you know, um, what's the word? Jealous. Yeah. What about popularity? So give us a bit of an idea on you know what it is or, or what you know what's popularity to you well i mean popularity it's it's so hard because we all want to be popular deep down we all want to be liked you know it's hard and i was thinking about this today i was actually i don't know if you saw this last night do you see what happened with rafa nadal in the tennis with the woman no, the i heard about it so what just, happened yeah. well it, he was just serving and every time he went to serve this drunk woman in the crowd kept abusing him like calling him names and really yeah and she ended up getting kicked out um, that's what I saw I saw she got kicked out yeah, yeah and she was she was sledging him because he'd taken so long and she was saying uh, you OCD beep is what she was calling really? it really? yeah she was she was getting pretty upset he was just smiling and he and it went on for about three minutes but what, what I was thinking was the whole crowd probably love Rafa or respect Rafa and you got this one person that's not a fan and you know but I bet you he, she will be on his mind all day, right? Like that's the person yeah, we all focus on. That's how much on. you can affect. Yeah, it and that's what I'm thinking you. with popularity. That's the danger of it because uh-huh. you can have all these people that love you. Say people that love the show and then a few people that hate the show. We're probably going to focus on the ones that... That hate it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's that's a, normal to... That's yeah. an issue with when you chase popularity. You focus on those mm. negatives. And again, I think popularity is very ego-driven. And sometimes it's being someone you're not to fit in with a crowd or type of people. Like yeah. we, were, we were joking about this earlier and I'm sure we'll touch on it towards the end about the uh, pretending to be the big man on campus and pretending you, you know the movie or the song or whatever's being talked about. But yeah, but just because just you want to be liked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, that's, to and that's what popularity you know, is. Like it's just tr- wanting to fit in, wanting to feel important Yes. to an, you know, probably more extreme level, wanting to be admired by other people. Yeah. Like, Oh, look at Wade! Like he's got so many mates. Or look at D. Or like, and I, I remember. I'm, I'm looking forward to going deep on that because I've been through that myself. Yeah. Like I remember, just coming to a bit of a realization where, like, I was so busy trying to be friends with everyone, and yeah. trying to just want to be known by everyone and be connected with everyone. Yeah. That you end up not probably really having real good friendships. Yeah. You know? Or you lose your time for those friendships starts to sort of disappear yeah, a little bit. Exactly. Um. You know, with the popularity factor, it, it probably goes back to the acquaintances thing. Like, yeah. yes, there's lots of people surrounding you and you're keeping busy and it might seem great in, during that time. But, yeah, when there is a tough time, when you need someone, you know, well, you know, when you've got those friends where you can just, hey, give them a ring. Hey, hey mate, I'm moving house mm. next week. It's kind of come last minute. Can you give me a hand? Yeah, like the washing machine incident. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You know, moving into our house in Dramata. Hey, D, uh, mate, can you come over? And hand lifting the washing machine, bang, you were down that day. Like, you can't do that with an acquaintance. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's where it is so important to have those close friends because when you need things lifted, mm-hmm. uh, you need them to help. So it's that old thing too that people say you can either be liked or you can be respected. And it's so hard because that's a really true point, especially in leadership. Like you look at anyone that's in a leadership role. We've seen so many things happen recently with leaders in sport and in in politics and all this sort of stuff. And well, I think of politicians, like it's pretty well split 50-50 most of the time. And you've got 50% of people love this person and 50% mm. of people hate this person. It's so polarizing. And when you're in a position like that, you can't be popular. Mm. It's very hard to be a popular politician because inevitably people are going to disagree and get so hung up about it and that's one of the things i find with leadership i think about this a lot like sometimes i think i need to be stand up for what i believe in talk about what i believe in and not worry if people disagree like mm. you just got to have a stance and it's sometimes that anti like forget about popularity for a moment popularity is not important you'd rather have people surrounding you that yeah. are going to back you yep. and 
even if they disagree, they're still with you kind of thing. Definitely. Than trying to please everyone. Because if you please, if you try and please everybody, you don't ever stand for anything. Like mm. people know they'll be nice to you, but you're never going to actually get anywhere or go deep or, yep. do you know what I mean? On the connection. I totally, totally agree with that. And that kind of just, you saying that just sparked something. When I was in my old job, um, the electrical sales job, you know, I remember when I had to ring everyone and cold call everyone. In yeah. my mind, I wanted, like, I took things personally when people didn't want to talk to me. Yeah. Like, and that was because I had that mindset of like, all right, I want everyone to like me. I'm going to be this sales rep that everyone's going to know who I am. Everyone's going to like me because I'm, or I'm going to get the job done for them. I'm going to be, you know, really good communicator, get them good deals. And they're going to like me because I'm a good bloke. Yes. And there was, I just remember like, yeah, getting on the phone sometimes and people just didn't care. No. And I was like, you know, even getting, you know, swear words thrown in there, not yeah. directed at me personally, but you go, geez, like, and that's when I came to the realization. I remember thinking living life, not everybody is going to like you. Yeah. You know, and if you can realize that and understand, mate, there's probably people I think like me that don't. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. 100%. You know, whoever you are out there. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Message us. <laughs> I think going into the friendship thing too, when your true friends actually say to you, they give you criticism, like you actually take notice. When people that don't like you criticize you, you're like, yes, it might sting for a bit, but you kind of forget about it pretty quick. Mm. But when your friends say something that's, you know, you actually take that on board and like, okay, maybe I need to change this behavior or maybe they'll just tell you how it is. Like the other Honestly, night, that, yeah. the other night we were sitting around and I put on Jai's hat and he said, mate, you look shit in the hat. And uh, there you go. I'm yeah. not wearing a hat. I think I said it. I think I said, mate, you don't look good in a hat. That's what I said. Yeah. I oh. thought you said Jai said it. Oh no, we're at Jai's house. Oh yeah. Maybe I'm, yeah. And yeah. I, I just, they, hats don't suit you, mate. Yeah, that's and right. And you know what? You're not wearing a hat today, so... So, there you go. Took it on board. Yeah. <laughs> but that comes back to what you said before about, you know, uh, with friendship and how that is a part of a good friend is, yeah, you know, being able to give honest, not necessarily criticism, but feedback because you want to help them. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know them, you know their value set, you know what they stand for. You Typically, a good friend knows what you want to achieve. They know you, like, you know, yeah. you know, everything that I want to achieve and what I'm passionate about and like vice versa but mm -hmm. you know if we had to see someone either of us going off track it's mate what are you doing yeah exactly you know? and, and it yeah like you said if, if it's someone from the outer that's saying that it's easy to probably get caught up in it but when you're telling me yeah. hey dos blah 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 i go shit nah shula's actually he's acknowledged that no nah, i need to change this it comes from a different place when yeah, someone a, on the outer says it it's, it sometimes comes from a place of maybe jealousy or they're trying to stop you or they're like i said they're jealous of where you might be going mm. Uh, when it comes from a friend, it's like the intention there is actually to help you yeah, and build you up. Out of love. If they're, if they're yep. a true friend. Yeah. So we'll keep going with popularity for a moment, mate. Let's go into, because you did the doc this morning and you did the pros and cons section, which we haven't done for a while. So give us some of your pros for being popular. Well, relating to my personal experience, I remember, and I remember getting off the phone, and this is what this podcast is all about, is sharing our, our own experience. Our journey, yeah. And... And being able to, hopefully, people can relate. Yes. And growing up, and, and similar with you and your dad, like, my dad was, he just knew everyone. Like, yeah. his phone was always ringing. Everyone loved Dickie. And I saw that growing up. And I remember thinking, you know, I want to be that. Yeah. Like, and, and even to the point, like, re only probably six, like, when I quit that nine to five. Yeah. I probably got into that job because I was like, I want to be the man. Yeah. Like, I get that. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to have my own area as a sales rep. I'm going to be the man for that, of that company who's, mm -hmm. they're going to know me. When they think of that company and it's on in, on the peninsula, they're going to ring me. Yes. They're going to know Wade and, and, and I hated it and I didn't mm. enjoy it. And I thought, not that I, I let my ego get in the way, but yeah, that popularity of it, I probably didn't do what was best for me. Mm. The pros to being popular, which we've probably both enjoyed in our life is like, especially working in sales, like both of us have, You've got lots, lots of connections yeah. to reach out to when you need help or when you want something. That's always nice. And then even then, like if you're someone who, and we discussed this last week, who distracts yourself mm -hmm. from what you're really feeling. Yeah. So whether, and one of those for me was always reaching out to people. Yeah. You know, you're always busy. So that's probably a good pro as well. Like that is, you're always keeping busy. You're active, you're social, you know, you're going to events, you're going to things. 
and, and those things are fun. So yeah. you ha- you're probably having fun as well. Uh, that That is definitely a pro because, and I've seen that in my life too, connections I made five or six years ago in more of like a business sense and mm. professional sense. Like they're coming back now, which is interesting because everyone changes what they're kind of doing and it all comes back. And I think that's a huge pro. And it's just funny you mentioned that with, with your dad because I used to be the same. I used to be driving with him and the phone rings and there's somebody yeah. else. And, and I kind of, I still crave that. And yeah, me too. when we started this podcast, I said to you because, I said, how cool would it be to like, and we, we've done this when we've done interviews in the past, like driving in the car, we're going somewhere, meeting someone, connecting with somebody else. And like, we've got all these other people we're sort of messaging and getting friendly with. And that's another, like, I like that aspect of it. I really do. Mm. And so I totally can relate to that. And you feel important. You do. When yeah. you feel important and whoever tells you that I don't give a shit about that or they've never thought about that, they're lying yeah. to your face. Yeah. Because... All of us at some point in our life, whether it was when we were in primary school, in high school, or to now, we've all, at one point or another, craved to want to feel like we belong yeah, and feel important. And part of that, like what you've just mentioned there, that's 100% that. If you've got people reaching out to you, oh shit, like people like me. Exactly. It's like walking down the street and bumping into people. It's so simple. And and if you're with someone as well yeah that's, that i remember always loving that like oh, me too i i used to love that that that's always seems to be a, i don't know I, I used to well with you going out in uh, mornington back in the day it was, Doss knew every single person and i don't know if he knew him personally but he just know of him and always go and have Shake a chat hands. and he was yeah it was like he'd lose Doss very quickly in the night and Doss would spend half his night having you know conversations the same, probably the same conversation oh how's uni mate how's how's your job mate how's the family how's the family just a, playing footy this year mate yeah just the same oh, sort I'll of buy your beer, mate. Yeah. exactly yeah dos uh well dos is hoping they shout him yeah well that, that was the intention of the conversation i was really interested in in history of like social inclusion and social just the way we kind of all evolved socially mm. and kind yep. of thing. and it's this thing that's built in us that we need that accept that social acceptance from people. If somebody acknowledges you, it proves to everybody else in that room or in that area that you're accepted in mm. this in the old days, yeah. a tribe or whatever. Yeah. Like it's safe and this person's safe, yeah. and then everyone, you, you know, there's no danger, no threat. It's you know, it's one of those weird yeah, kind of theories. That's really but, interesting. Yeah, but that was something that I used to look up a lot and listen to and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So. And that's where it all comes from. That's why we love that yeah. being acknowledged when and you see someone you know. It's, you know, let's stress the point too, like, and this is why I love talking about this because it's re- reality and, you know, people might be listening going, oh, dicks or something like, oh, I don't think they will. Mm. But, but it's okay to sometimes want to be wanted and want to be liked. Of course. Like and, you said, people would be lying if yeah. they... And, and I, like, that's what I just want to stress to people. Like, you know, if you're listening and you can really relate, like, just embrace that because, like, it's just something we all go through. Exactly. And it's not about, yeah. it's not, it's okay to feel that way. It's not about it, but we're probably saying it's like, you don't want to get caught up in yes. feeling that way all the time or you get to a place. I've talked about my, uh, my prior validation issues yeah, before yeah. on this podcast. You don't want to get to that stage where you need validation from people. You need to, otherwise you could turn into this kind of like hermit where yeah. you go somewhere and you don't know everybody. Well, we haven't spoken about this now, but I go to you, right? Like you dyeing your hair blonde. Yeah, which we're open about, and you using fake tan, which we're open about. No, no, no. It's just <laughs> no, not, it's just funny. It's yeah, just funny. but that's because you want to do it. Yeah, like it's yeah. not because like, and you probably had all of us going, "D, come on, mate." Yeah, like, even mate, it's funny you say that because even the other day, that's what you want to do. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't have blonde hair at the moment, or I've got a little bit left. But I was. It looks. It looks good, by the way. Thank yeah. you. People seem to like the sort of yeah. half and half, but. Um, <laughs> Well, not half and half, the, the, the early 2000s Backstreet Boys tips yeah, uh, yeah. style. But yeah, no, I was thinking about it the other day and I was thinking the same thing. Like I rocked up to so many, like I rocked up to a new footy club with bleach blonde hair, brown as a berry, none of it real, <laughs> nose ring hanging out. Yeah. And I get it, like... Swagger. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you play big man on campus and, you know, yeah. tell the stories. Tends and, the muscle. That's right. So, yeah, exactly. And I think that's... And that's what I was doing, mate. Like, at the time, I was I was so high on confidence that mm. it was a bit of look at me kind of yeah, thing yeah. going on. Yeah. So... It's, it's really good that you can just be open and admit that too. Yeah. You know? And, like, like again, like, yeah, I, I like my uh, flashy shoes. Yeah. The tan... The tan's yeah, the bright gonna, yellows. And the tan's not going to stop. But the hair... The hair... Um, mm, not sure. No, but I bring that up because, yeah, like, you're doing it for yourself. Like, it's yeah. not... It's, when, when I'm saying to you, D, come on, why are you fake tanning, mate? Yeah. Which I did many times. You go, I don't care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, 
And that's the point of it. What else we got for... Should we jump into the cons of popularity? Yeah, let's do it. Let's... Exactly. You lead us. Well, let's start straight away. Build build a very arrogant and unhealthy ego. So yeah. that's uh, that that segues quite nicely because it does. You you start to... So having the blonde hair, I'll just say one more point on that. That literally makes people come up to you and make a comment. Like it's easy. It's an easy way for someone to start a conversation or talk to you mm. and give you shit or say I like it or whatever it is, right? So... It is a lot of... It, at the time, it was like, okay... Mate, nice tattoo. Like, Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, it's that, that type of thing. And when you're in that sort of self-confidence... Like, I'm big on confidence. I think self-confidence is so important. I really preach to people. Yeah. Like, you should really be building yourself up yep. and feeling good about yourself. Yep. That's another conversation, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the whole... The arrogance... Not arrogance, but the unhealthy ego of popularity when you think your phone's going off all the time. And I just... And I'm off social media pretty much altogether. But... It's like the old days where you post a pic and you're like counting your likes. Validation, yes. And and you're seeing who's commenting and who's messaging you and all this kind of stuff. Like, it can be dangerous. Mm. What what are some other cons in your eyes? The biggest con for me, and it would get exhausting, is trying to uphold and keep performing that certain image that you're doing to stay within that popularity that's circle. right if it's not real yeah you know if that's fake and if it's artificial like which we briefly mentioned like pretending to know pretending that you've read that book to fit in yeah. because they're talking about that book or you know whatever it is that's going to get absolutely draining you know whether it's an image or it's the way you talk mm-hmm. or like whatever that is yeah it's just going to take its toll exactly and you're going to probably start drifting so far away from you know, this is another dot point, but it connects with that one. It's like you're going to begin to drift so far away from what you really stand for and mm-hmm. your values as a person. Exactly. Because you're you're chasing this popularity and and wanting to feel included. You know, which we all do. But you think you you think you are becoming more important, but you're actually drifting further away from who you really are. Yeah, exactly. We talked about it last week about going through life and you go up you're going to have your ups and your downs but you really want to be in that middle part you just want to be grounded kind of so i understand that like we've all been there we've all gone to places where we don't we might just have a couple of acquaintances and we're trying to fit in and then you you, you're seen as this say very happy upbeat kind of person Mm. and then that's how you always feel like you have to act even if you're feeling like shit like that's where you friends come in where mm. you can be like mate i'm struggling yeah and i'm just I, you know i'm not up and about but i want to hang out and talk or whatever and exactly mate it's it's very difficult to try and keep up a persona like, yeah and with the big dogs you know that's another point it's a competition yeah the alphas you know, the yeah. alphas you know you and me the alphas no, yeah we're <laughs> alphas yeah you know it's it's you're trying to outdo one another as well when you're trying to be popular yeah. you know yeah. how can i how can i up that person to make others want mm-hmm. you know to be friends with me. Yeah, it's a um, whole thing where, and we, I think we touched on an early podcast too, and I've mentioned that a few times. But like, where you, back in the day, I think we talked when, like, you were saying when, like, you were eighteen or nineteen, yeah, you walked schoolies. into a room. And you yeah. Went, well, yeah, I don't know if it was schoolies or not, but where you, just more generally, you walk into a room, you want everyone to look at you, and mm. you, you want people to see you talking to a bunch yeah. of different people, and then you know, that's I get that, like that's, that's part of it too. Yeah, it is. And just your last thing too, and I like this point, it says it goes as quickly as it comes in. Yeah, it does. It can, if you, it's like, and I use a business analogy, but it's like in business, they say, if you're competing on price, so if you and I, Doss and I got the same service, we're doing the exact same thing, say we're cleaning a house, mm. we can, can compete on price. So Doss says, I'll clean your house for 200, I say I'll clean it for 150, Doss goes, well, I'll clean it for 100. We'll just go to a price war and that will be, it goes as quick as it, comes type mm. of thing yeah it's the same with popularity you're just going to keep upping it each other and then eventually somebody's gonna fall and then you're gone it's yeah. done if it's artificial yeah, exactly probably one other part of that one is mate the, the world we live in well for one we are so overpopulated there's people everywhere mm-hmm. so you're not going to fall short or shy of not finding someone to connect with yeah so to be popular it's easy you know if you're a good person mm-hmm. and you know, you're easy to get along with. If you want to be popular, you could be popular if you really wanted to. It's funny you say that because I read this thing only a couple of days ago that said, and it was math, so I'm going to get the math wrong. Sorry if I stuff this up, but it, it was something along the lines of if 1% of the world like you, 
if only 1% of the world, everyone goes, well, that sucks. Well, that would, if it came down to pure numbers, it, it was something like, that means 75 million people like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you had 1% of yeah, people I'll, liking I'll, you. I'll take that. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, <laughs> it's perspective. But it's easy to do that, but mm. then it's it's just as easy to lose those people like that as well. Exactly. You yeah, know? if and it's that, artificial. If it's artificial. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we touched on that before, but yeah, having to keep up with that persona, like that's also, you know, one of the biggest draining influences for sure. For sure. But, and this is what I'm excited for, mate, is... A bit of love between bit us. Of, yeah, a bit of love. The friendship part. You kiss know. each other's ass. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we've been we've talked about how we met and whatnot in our earlier episodes. Go back to episode one if you want to hear the real story of how we, yes. how we met. But you and I, you know, we're very lucky in terms of we've got our friendship and, mm-hmm. and you know, we've got some, you know, close friendship circles, you know, yes. with other people as well. And we say that with real Sincerity, meaning, yeah. you know, that there's... We've got real friendships, ones mm-hmm. that, you know, all those lists, that, that list of things that we spoke about earlier around friendship and, and the best things about it and, and why it's so good to have, you know, a small group of friends. Yeah. We have that and we're very we lucky. And, you know, I've got that with yourself and others and, and you do as well, but a lot of people don't. Mm. And that is also, well, a big part of that is because they are chasing this, well, I want to be friends with everyone. Yeah, so who, um, yeah. So being that... You know, both you and I, we're very lucky to have, you know, some, some close connections and friendships. Let's talk about the pros of, I guess, why it mm-hmm. is so good to, to find a couple of really close mates and become vulnerable, I guess, in a sense, and and really enjoy that friendship together. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> Getting emotional. No. <laughs> Got something in my throat. Yeah, with us especially. So, let's just, for, for the minute, let's just relate to you and I because we don't want to... We won't mention. We won't mention. We don't want to leave anyone out, do we? Yeah, just for the moment. So this will be the easiest way to relate to each other. But like for you and I, we've already—I don't even know how long I've known you. Probably ten years now. Probably about longer. that. Maybe yeah. or maybe longer now. Yeah. So ten to twelve years, something like that. And we've actually been through so much together. Like, mm. and you've got here fun. I love that in capitals. Like. The amount of stories we could tell, we could fill podcast after podcast with just stupid stories and all the fun we've yeah. had over the years and just being around each other and just me, you and, and our the other others. mates. Yeah. <laughs> and, the other, and others. And others. In, <laughs> in like a lounge room or something, just stuffing around, whatever, that's all good. But it's like, I always think back of, you and I used to go for drives a lot and mm. we'd sit at a beach or sit in someone's driveway and just sit in the car for hours and talk about stuff that was going on in our lives yeah. that were really struggles. hard. Struggles. I remember having really deep conversations with you about things that we don't know about, like religion and things like that. Just like thoughts that are you know, really thought-provoking yeah, stuff that stuff. we don't know about yeah. and we don't understand totally, but Ooh. we're just having that authentic discussion. Put it this way. Everyone can have a small talk conversation. Exactly. With a friend, you don't. No. With a friend, I'll walk in, and anyone who knows uh, Doss and D, I don't walk into the house and go, how are you mate you know it's hello my friend yeah, like, yes. you know it's just stupid and, and you grab my nipples and i'll grab your ass or your you know your genitalia <laughs> you know but that's i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying to have true friendship you need to grab their ass no, i'm not no. saying that but i'm like you just feel comfortable to be yourself and that's right. that could be that could be someone could cut that up and make it very uh x-rated <laughs> and i grab your genitalia and that's a true friend <laughs> yeah and it is but and, and that's why I put that that fun in that exclamation marks because mm. that's one of the most important things in in a friendship is well to me it is yeah is making sure you're creating awesome memories. It, it makes me smile just thinking. Yeah, about me it. too. Because I was thinking about when I was overseas and like I'm traveling the world and doing things and I, but you just want your mates to be there, like your true mates, and you're trying to embrace them and talk to them as much as you can and bring them in on your life experience. Uh, I was at the Houston Rockets NBA game and I actually rang Jai Richardson live from work. How that? And he could, all he could hear was just screaming of the crowd. And he said, I can't oh, you were at that game? Yeah, and I was just, I was a bit under the influence of uh, the old alcohol and I thought, I'll give, give, yeah. give Rich a call. <laughs> was uh, it FaceTime? Uh, I think so. And I think at one stage I was FaceTiming him in the toilets <laughs> on, the, on the cubicle. But... No, that's the thing, mate. Like, and it's actually really hard to explain this. And you got here a sense of freedom that can't be explained. I'm really struggling. And it's not good for a podcast to actually come up with the words to explain. But why? Why I've written that D? Like, it's hard to put into words, and it really is probably more so along the lines of the things that we have personally shared with one another as mates over the years. That you'd probably say the word confidant. You are, you know, each other's 
right hand person. You yeah. Know, you've always got someone that you go to when you might be struggling with something or something's going on or something something good is happening and you reach out to that person and let them know because you know that they're gonna you know be proud of you or give you a tap on the back or or support you and, and put an arm around you and, and make sure you're all right but also at the same time like like i know you're big on this is actually give you the feedback you know strongly when you need real feedback when you need to be told hey what's going on dos like you, you know you're not you're going off track a little bit here, mate. Giving him a bit of a rocket up the ass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that that feedback's really big. I think that really proves, you know, the strong friendship because, like you said, you have the ability to actually be happy for each other and not be jealous when something's going well for the other person and maybe perhaps not for yourself. But also too, like I love that. I love that we've had over the years the ability to sometimes, yeah, just sit each other down and be like, mate, what's going on? Like this is not yeah. you, or what's happening, or like let's just give you some honest feedback we've done that to each other uh i recall dos doing it at the train station one night was not was not happy but but that's it mate i think that's that's the biggest pro of it is you know it's not fake you know you're never going to sit down with someone that's just an acquaintance and say you know mate i think you're stuffing up like you need Mm. that those years of you know love for each other and being there for each other and being there throughout that whole journey moving forward you know like we talked about we want to be there for each other on those big events in our life over the next five, ten years. Not to be too, not to be too cheesy, mate. But um, none of us grew up with brothers. Yeah. And you know we we had each other through high school and and obviously each other now. But you know me and you, we've both we're both the exact same. We both got two sisters. Um, so we've never had a brother. So you know for us, it, you know having our mates, you know and and you know Jai and oh, I know you want to touch on him too. Like Jai never had a brother either, and and we've kind of had that together. Yeah, exactly. Even Will. Will Will has a sister. Yeah, Will yeah, Will as well. Doesn't have a brother either. And to have Will as well and W we love you, mate. <laughs> we do. We absolutely do. No, exactly. And and that's a great thing about sort of a true friend. Is there anything else you have, you know, those pros? I, I don't think there's many cons of of, no, of friendship con- over popularity. Yeah, yeah. Uh probably the only con is uh when when your friends actually print off large a4 um, <laughs> photographs of you and stick them around the your town. local area where you live. And when people are driving down Somerville or, you know, wherever, you know, well, I think that's, yeah, that's where I was living at the time. And people are going to my younger sister, is that your brother's ass plastered <laughs> all across Somerville? She, yeah, it is. Da- uh, Daniel Shaw and Dry Richardson did it. Well, we do get bored some nights. We did that with me and you did that one night. We had nothing to do. We we're just sitting at the house and we're like, well, why don't we just find 10 photos of Jai and just print them up on the biggest paper we can have at this time of night on on like saturday night at 11 o'clock and let's just go in the sticky tape it around you know in the most frequently traveled areas of of the town and uh and they last a long time too so that's a that's a good one well that's actually a good segue mate let's go into our um some of our personal stories something a bit more light-hearted to to finish this episode so what are some sort of funny stories or things you think of when it comes to friendships well one that i know yeah for us <laughs> it is probably more tongue-in-cheek kind of wording when you do it and it gets said quite often but is come on dos yeah like you know you boys are always say that to me either as a joke or in a serious way and that and that sometimes can be the great segue into the serious chat come on dos what's that about i, I love like, it i love it and the reason we love it so much is because when you tell us something and there's it's followed by one of us saying come on dos or come on dos it's greeted back to us that you actually pout. You see, you pout your lips. You kind of smile because you know it's cheeky or you shouldn't have done it. But you also, it, it's like a smile that's disappointed, but at the same time, kind of happy it's being brought up. And it's just a nodding to show that, yes, I know that I stuffed up on this occasion. But at the same time, I'm slightly disappointed. But the, the, the flip side of that is when it's you coming back at us, it's always, mate, dot, dot, dot. I'll be honest, dot, dot, dot. I'm disappointed. And then from there, <laughs> from there, it gets launched into uh, your true feelings about a situation and, and how potentially we've let you down in that moment. Oh, well, you know, we had one uh, during, during COVID. Uh, you know, we're all bored during isolation. The boys in the group chat were, um, we're let's just say they were getting right into, uh, I guess, the greyhound racing at about, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, maybe over in Dubai. Um, and <laughs> And, and you know what? I was worried. I was worried, Dee, because uh, money was money was 
heading out the door left, right and centre. I'm telling you that. Yeah, five bucks a night. But uh, that's what it was. It was me and uh, Jared King would get on to FaceTime or something and uh, one of us would live stream <laughs> the Greyhounds and the other we'd sit there and try and make some money. And uh, very seldom did we ever actually do. But yeah, and then we'd be followed by the boys, come on, and Doss would get the stern talking to. But sometimes the stern talking to from Doss comes out of maybe perhaps a little bit of jealousy that he's not involved in that moment. That, uh, uh, well, that, that's, well that, that's not true that moment, but anyway, we digress. We digress. Well, I want to quickly bring up a story about, uh, this is true friendship too. So one thing I want to say, and I'm going to say this very nice before, and I'm sure you'll back me up with this, because we want to shout out our good friend who's been on the show, Jai Richardson, who we mention each week, but we often give him a lot of shit on the show, but to be fair... It's what, it's what it, friends do though. It's what friends do, but he is the prime example of what a good friend is and I'm being absolutely serious here he's always in all the years I've known him he's always been so loyal to us as in you and I he's always there for you there's been countless times where I've actually called him in a time of crisis and I'm like mate can you like drive to my house jump the fence feed the dogs you know I'm stuck in the city no one's home can you do this for me there's been so many times where you know he just you can always count on him. He's such you know such an epitome of. He's a very reliable friend. Exactly, yep. and uh, that's a credit to Katie as well. Katie's yep. um, and, and Rob. Don't forget Rob, but uh, they've brought him up very well. So Katie, we know you listen each week, and you're a wonderful mother, and we appreciate and, and, that. And and Rob, on the other hand, we love him too. But I don't know if he'll know how to use a podcast. Uh, so. no. <laughs> no, I don't, yeah, he probably hasn't discovered it yet. But here's an example of driving a good friend. So when I was when I was 18, I spontaneously bought a plane ticket to go to England to watch my uh, beloved QPR, which do nothing but let me down. And that's a football team for those who don't know. And it's probably a good chance you'd never heard of them. But I flew over to England <laughs> spontaneously and, and I got everything ready. And I'd never been overseas before. So I had everything you know packed the night before, my suitcase, all my clothes, my passport. And I actually bought, mate, this train ticket that would allow me to go all over the UK. Once you pay for it, you can get on any train at any time and go anywhere. So you, oh, okay, so you don't have to buy a ticket like every time you get on. No, so I could go to Wales or Scotland or throughout England and not have to, you know, stress. I could just rock up, flash the ticket, and on you go straight away. And That's it was really, really handy. Yeah. So I, I paid a bit of money for it. Anyway, night before, everything's good. It's about three or four in the morning, and, you know, Dad drives me to the airport, and we're driving, and I'm very excited, a bit nervous going overseas. And he's like, you sure? Very, very, very nervous, I can imagine. 18-year-old Daniel Shuler going over to England yeah. uh, on his own. Yes. Gee, mate, you, you would have been shitting yourself. I was. Uh, I, I was. Little uh, little fat, little uh, D going overseas. So in his, in his baggy St. Kilda hoodie, I'm sure. Oh, legit, probably. So anyway, we're, we get there. Dad does the classic, mate, have you definitely got everything? Yeah, of course. I've got everything. I've checked twice, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I'm lining up and I'm about to check into the flight. And by the way, for those who, well, of course, you wouldn't know, I, I live about an hour and a half from the airport at the time. So it was a fair drive. Mm. And I'll check everything and then just, it dawns on me, I'm like, I've left the ticket. I've left that train ticket at home and I need oh, it. I've no. spent all this money on it. You can't just, so I'm like, like what am I going to do? So the first point of call early in the morning is Richardson. So I get on the phone, he answers and I'm like, mate, I've stuffed up. Like, And by the way, I, I like to say that since being a traveler since then, I never make these kind of mistakes. Like ever, I've never made this kind of mistake again. So anyway, I ring Jai and I'm like, look, I've stuffed up. Here's the situation. But that, that, you know what? That's a come on D moment. That is a come right. on D moment. Dad was, <laughs> Dad was like, you idiot. Like he was, it's like I asked you. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. And there was no one else to drive. So rang Jai. Yep, no worries. He drives 15 minutes from his place to mine to go inside in the early morning, pick up the ticket. So no, not, not even a blink of an eyelid. He, no. he, he answered the phone. You asked me. He just said, yeah, mate, yep. I'm on my way. He did it. And then he drove. Tolls as well. Tolls down the road. So all the petrol and tolls. and I'm like, pocket. And I'm like, mate, I'll give you money. No, I don't want any money. Anyway, so we get to the airport. I've checked in. And then he comes up to the Melbourne International Airport part just outside. And he says, I'm, he's on the phone. He's like, mate, I'm coming by now. I'm like, perfect. Oh, the ramp. Yeah, the ramp. Yeah. Yep. So I go outside, I'm like, perfect, you know, I'll meet you here. He's like, yep, I can see you coming around now, hangs up the phone, winds down his window, <laughs> and I'm about to jump in and try and say, thank you, mate, really appreciate it. Doesn't say a word, just throws the ticket outside the window. Uh, doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. He doesn't swear, but he basically, to the tune of, well, get the F out of my country, threw the ticket and just drove off, stormed off, and that was it. I didn't hear from him for another... Uh, four five weeks after that and then i'm sprinting down the freaking airport trying to stamp you know the wind's taking hold of this ticket so i'm sprinting <laughs> around the airport trying to just jump on the ticket you know not to lose it but uh yeah but that's just an example of of what rich did so yeah just want to say thank you to him but now you know what that's 
we're not saying anything else nice about him for a while. So have you uh, have you have you repaid that favour in any form? Uh, um, uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I love that story. That ending, as funny as it is, but that's just what friends do. That's what good friends do. We're all, you're always there for one another whenever you need it. In times that are tough, and times that are good. You know, when I lost my dad, like you guys were amazing through that time, and still are. You know, and, and really patient, and understanding, and that's where to me it's so important to to be able to have your handful of mates who you can trust them with every bit of your heart, and you know that they're going to follow follow through with the goods. Exactly, like that. That is tough as those moments were. I mean, we've I don't know if we've even talked about it before, but I mean, we all lost, especially. Again, Jai, he was closer to Jai, one of our mates a few years ago. In those moments mm. where you've got to be there for each other and you don't actually know because you've only seen each other as mates and having fun and go- growing up together and nothing's too serious in life. And, and then suddenly you're actually faced with tragedy where there's death involved or mm. you know sickness involved and these things and you actually have to rely on each other. And like seeing your mates break down in front of you and you're not used to it, you don't even know how to comfort them or what to do. And Yeah, what do you do? But it's yeah. great that like, I'm, I mean... I remember the night you unfortunately told Jai and I, you came over, we at Jai's house and you gave us a call and said, look, can you meet me? And we, you didn't tell us what was going on when your dad fell ill. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah. you came over and I remember like you just, fair enough, like he completely broke down in front of us, in front of Jai, myself, Katie and Emma, Jai's mum and sister. And like, it's hard, it's really tough, but it's at the same time, it's so nice that we could all lean on each other through that time and, you know, yeah. hug and embrace and and try and get through it together like that's just i really you know we really do value that yeah exactly and this is something we should all do everyone should do more in general right and this is probably leaning more into like appreciating what you have and being grateful and whatnot but telling your family especially but also your mates like tell them telling them that you love them and, yeah. and telling them how much you appreciate them more often yeah you know like it, like what we say yeah we we joke around and we laugh and that that is a big part of our friendship is you know and which is what we said earlier in the podcast which is we have so much fun like that is what our friendship is about is creating awesome memories laughing at each other taking the mickey out of each other yeah the other big part of that is being there for each other when we really need it you know it's it's real support we probably just take it for granted at times and we we may need to you know tell each other more give each other pats on the back more mate i love you You, exactly exactly um and we, so, we've gotten I think we've gotten better at that and I'd encourage people to as well like we do we do say that stuff like yeah we do it's nice that we hang up the phone and sometimes it's love you I love you too mate and or even when we're together like now we're, we're just getting weird territory but like we all hug now when we embrace rather than shake hands yeah like I love that like that's I don't know. Well, uh, you got this note written down and this was something nice you guys did for me when I was 18. Do you want to tell that story? Yeah, for sure. And, and this is probably comes more to expressing to your mates, whether it's through, you know, doing something for them or um, telling them. And, and you'd left school at this stage. So you, you went and um, you, Dee went into the workforce, uh, <laughs> you could say. And, and, and Rich and I were obviously, I think we we're in maybe year 12 at the time. And to probably put it lightly, Dee, Dee wasn't liked by a large population of teachers. Let's just say that. No. Um, he was... He was definitely the troublemaker, the piss taker. He was at the back of the classroom. Didn't take things very seriously, which any anyone who knows uh, teachers at Flinders, uh, that, that's not going to go very well. You know, that's not going to go hand in hand. So uh, one day, me and Rich were trying to work out what we're going to do for Dee for his 18th birthday. So Rich and I have already turned 18. Uh, Actually, no, no, sorry, sorry. no, sorry, no. I'd already turned it in. You're next. Because when we were when we were 18, we all decided <laughs> since we're turning 18, it's a bit of a milestone. Um, yep. Let's do something. Let's actually go above and beyond for each other. So we did this year. We all, uh, Doss and I, visited our first sex shop together to uh, to buy Jai his 18th uh, present. And the woman was uh, thinking, you know, we were hiding it up by hiding it by saying, "Oh, we're here for our mates." Yeah, you know, sure you are. That's what they all say. We're like, no, no, no. Doss was going bright red when. She was trying to sell him a, uh, a male, um, how do you say, a, a self-pleasure kit. Let's just put it that way. And she was she was trying to convince Doss that um, it, it does, in fact, feel like a real one. And, and at this stage, we don't, Doss probably doesn't even know what a real one feels like. So. No, I don't. No, I, I don't at all. And thank you, Daniel. But, well, that was for Richard's, Richard's birthday. And, and if we do want to let everyone know, we bought uh, Rich, which he loved and still uses, we bought him a penis pump. Um <laughs> So, Rich, I hope you're still getting good use out of that, mate. But So, 
me and Jai were thinking, all right, what can we do? The teachers didn't like D. What's something we can that'll make him laugh? So there's like everyone, you've probably got lots of little in jokes and things when you know, like for us at school, for some reason, like something you'd see a teacher or a substitute teacher, and we just come up with like a like it's just a story in our head. Like look, you know, look what he's wearing, and it just became all right. Well, that teacher's wearing this, so let's just call him this. Uh, yeah, he's you know, an ally, or he's a yeah, he's, he's a, an ally. Yeah, and or he's against. So us. Yeah. there was just all these little in jokes, and me and Rich were like, all right, let's do, a, let's make a video and get as many teachers as we can to like say happy birthday to D. And let's remember, ninety percent of them didn't like. Really D. didn't want to say that, and the ten percent didn't know him. So um, <laughs> exactly, they, they thought. Hey, uh, happy birthday, Daniel. So we, we made this video. Some teachers got right into it, thinking performing arts. Um, <laughs> Justin Gillette won. And yeah, we went over to Dee's house and me, me and I were pretty proud of it because it just came up so good. Yeah, like we were at your house, your mum and your dad and your... I'm not sure if your sisters was there too. Yeah, they were there. They were there. And um, yeah, and we just watched it. And I remember your dad, especially like just coming up to me and Jai and like just basically hugging us and going, boys, Daniel is so lucky to have you as his mates. And we, we just made this funny video and... You know, we didn't think we were going to get that reaction, but he was just so proud. That, oh, he was nearly like, in tears. Uh, yeah, he was so proud that, like, we went to that effort to do something nice and funny for you, and it was just special. Yeah. It really was. I mean, I had to I had to hide the front cover of that DVD slash CD that you created for me because uh, there was an explicit image on the front that definitely couldn't be seen by my parents. No, It, it, was, a, it, was, it was Daniel Shuler, you know, <laughs> with two fingers in front of his mouth. Uh, that's uh, enough. With the tongue poking out. Yeah, so, enough, uh, enough, enough, enough. <laughs> Speaking of things I didn't know about back then. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think that wraps us up, mate. We could talk all day about nice things we do for each other and what friendship really means to us, but I just love, sometimes it's nice to even remind yourself you know and just be really proud of having a Mm. small friendship group that you can really rely on and talk with and share all this stuff with it's it is really special so it's nice to just be reminded of it exactly mate i'm you know i'm grateful for for what we have you know with this podcast and what we're creating and and our friendship and then our you know our friendship with everyone knows who they are you know we don't have to mention names it's you know it's just special to to acknowledge that and and let them know as well so and thank you too for those that our friends especially that do support this podcast like that is that means a lot to us so much more than we yeah, can that's, I'm express glad you said that. yeah that's that's really good mate but, but uh, don't, don't, don't let that stop you from uh, giving us a five star review on itunes because that bumps it up to the people that don't know us yet uh, exactly so uh yeah anything else you want to say mate before we uh, move on today no mate i think that's us all right sounds good mate all right thanks Dave. thanks mate